This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So welcome friends to this week's Freedom Fighter podcast, I'm Derek Moyer, hope you're all good. Uh, just a wee introduction before I go into the today's teaching, I'm actually giving a, a live talk that I gave yesterday on Healing Life's Hurts, but really it's explaining the process of transformation. I hope you've been enjoying the series, um, you know, getting a wee bit of things uncovered and unearthed when you, through, through the last two uh, stories we've done, the testimony of Charles and Paul, tremendous insight into here's how this has played out in their lives, this is how change has happened and so I'm just so excited about this series, so excited to, to share with you this promise of Christianity that transformation is the goal, not just treatment, not just remain the same and try and do better, no, it's total metamorphosis, uh, change of nature, change of form, shape in your inner life from the inside out. It's great news. So today we're going to get into a bit of teaching. The teaching is in the context of our Keys to Freedom course that we're doing just now on Healing Life's Hurts, this topic. But really, it's the process of transformation. It's the process of moving through some of the things that, we're so, that our story's been so stuck in. So I'm going to just uh, take you into that teaching. I'll just open up with prayer. Father, I praise you for this today. I praise you for the listeners. I praise you for, Lord, the, the, the promise of transformation. And, Lord, we come in agreement before we go any further to hear from you, to be illuminated, our minds and hearts to be uh, enlightened in some way, that we'll see something that we've never saw before, that our faith will, will be encouraged and strengthened and increased, that we will, we will latch onto something for ourselves. And, and it will take us beyond where we are. So I just pray that over every person listening today, in Jesus' name. This morning I'm talking on the next key, which is healing life's hurts. And it's quite a subject. And I think it in my own life, in the process of the last years, it's not an easy thing to talk about. I'm just going to start with a wee summary of the, this week's uh, key to freedom stuff and then I'll, I'll share what God's given me. It starts off by talking about this guy Peter, his story. And Peter's scarred and wounded by the trauma of being mugged at gunpoint. This resulted in a root of fear growing in his heart, which led to him agreeing with lies about himself and others that grew into a branch of angry, defensive, paranoid behaviours. And the, the teaching really connects that we all experience scars and hurts as we go through the trials, the tribulations, suffering, relationship difficulties that we face through the different stages of our lives. When those hurts remain unhealed, they cause us to shrink back from life, to operate out of fear, to build uh, our lives around avoiding more pain, more hurt. We take fewer healthier risks in relationships, jobs, ministry. Some people have been so hurt in the past, they sabotage relationships because they don't think they deserve them. 
when we've been abandoned, rejected, abused, hurt, or experienced a lot of loss, we can cling to people, cling to friends, cling to loved ones too tightly, and then accuse others around us of not being faithful enough. The enemy's plan is to use the hurts we experience to hold us back, to direct our lives, to tarnish our relationships, and to shape our personalities. And just reading that, you know, you're about to go, I need to go and lie down now. It's like, yeah, that's that's the facts. That is. You know, but we're not talking about the facts to, um, you know, to live there. That is the realities of the tribulation, the trials that we face in life. The question then is, does the thought of facing the feelings from our past scare us? I know for me, I have taken years to tell myself the truth. Um, you know, the pain of more rejection, more hurt, more sense of failure was so much, you know, that it was like, just run away. And over the last kind of three or four years, um, and then now as I'm doing this HNC counselling course, you know, I'm seeing the progression and I'm seeing that this is an essential part of transformation in your life, that being honest and being transparent uh, is is very important in a Christian walk. Uh, And just to make a wee distinction here, Honest, we were having a men's group last week and somebody made a great point. We can tell ourselves the truth, but we can only tell ourselves the truth based upon what we know. When you're transparent, you're open to allow light in all the way through. Not just wee parts of light, but let light shine right in. And as part of our ongoing transformation, this is God's work. God is light, in him is no darkness. Um, he he um, says in John chapter 3, Jesus' words, I didn't come into the world to condemn it. I came into the world to save it. But this is the condemnation. The condemnation is light came into the world, but men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Um, and you, they don't want to come to the light lest the light reprove, lest the, the light uh, you know, convict and, and set cleanse. So that he says that's the condemnation. And this ongoing journey we have got, you know, we can get in the counselling room, Friday's session, uh, they talked about this psychological theory, which was really good. This guy Erickson talked about the stages of life. And it's a nine-stage model. And it's really revealing in terms of the age you're in, and what kind of responsibilities and what kind of changes that are happening. And you saw this big picture of kind of, kind of general scale of someone's kind of life on earth. And it really triggered in me the thought that the biggest tragedy is when somebody gets stuck at a certain stage. Through some hurt, through some trauma, through some difficulty or failure or loss. And their inner life is trapped at that certain stage, you know, and uh, so facing these things is absolutely essential. Um, 
if we want to experience God's healing, restoration, and then transformation, um, you know, it, this is this is an important step, important part of this process. So, well, the question is, how is this God's plan for our lives, this process, or does he want us staying defined by the, those things which have harmed us? Right? So I'm really excited. I got a word yesterday when I was waiting quietly. And I have never, I've never really uh, connected this in such a way that, I, that I, the revelation I got when I was meditating upon it, it is tremendous. So I'm going to read it. And it's Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3. And the context is about the uh, the new covenant. So I'll start with verse 12 and I'll emphasise what, what God gave me. Um, we have this hope, we, we have such boldness. We're not like Moses who put a veil in his face so that the sons of Israel would not gaze at the end of that which was being done away with. But their thoughts were hardened, for until the present day, the same veil remains as, sorry, at the reading of the Old Covenant. It is not being unveiled to them that the veil has been done away with in Christ. Indeed, unto this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies in their heart. But whenever their heart turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding and reflecting like a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. This word veil, it's some that covers, it's some that conceals, some that disguises. And uh, hiding, covering, denying, leaving our pain in the past, minimising it, results in this scar tissue forming around our hearts, numbing us to feelings, keeping us back from intimacy with God. But he says, when our hearts is turned to the Lord, this, this veil is taken away. John Eldridge wrote things that Sandy sent, Vince, Vince sent me. This is my, how my journey when this stuff started three years ago. He says, the enemy's goal is to disable and deaden your heart so that he would then have effectively uh, foiled the plan of God. He wants to make us so busy that we ignore our heart. He wants to wound us so deeply that we don't want our heart. He wants to twist our theology so that we despise our heart. He wants to take away our courage and our creativity and make intimacy with God absolutely impossible. So, this great truth here is that when our heart turns to the Lord, this week's teaching talks about what happens with us when we're in pain, we want to run away from the Lord. Peter's story was all about running for years because he was hiding fear, unforgiveness, judgment, anger. Um, but, this beautiful new covenant, these beautiful new things that Jesus uh, has has uh, offered us, he says, "Where the, the spirit of the Lord does, there is freedom." When our heart turns to Him, He begins the work of freeness from the things that have defined our lives, the trauma, the hurt. But wait, you hear this? This is the hard part. 
<laughs> he says, We all, with unveiled face, with all these things that have, that have been uh, concealing and disguising what's really going on inside, when that's all taken away, when we behold and reflect uh, like a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are transformed into the same image from glory to glory. Reflecting God, reflecting Jesus, sorry, is the goal. Right? And that's where the challenge comes. Because you have to ask ourselves, in my pain, in my unresolved issues, am I reflecting him? Do I reflect him in holding unforgiveness against somebody? Do I reflect him in, in, in holding on to bitterness, anger, judgment? We know that's not the case. And I've spoke a lot about freedom, spoke a lot about restoration, but this is a this is a different, uh, you know, th- this is a next level transformation. Uh, the metamorphosis, it's it's change, it's 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 the in the animal kingdom, it's the transfiguration from one one uh, you know form to another. The very nature and form of the animal changes. So this process of being transformed into his likeness, this is why this is not just a one-time event. This is why this is a process. And I know, like last week with these men were talking with, um, letting light in is a process because there's parts of the journey that you see a wee bit, but then God is going on and moving uh, as he, proce- he progresses in the journey and he brings more things up that he wants removed or healed or restored. And this this goes goes to uh, the explanation of it is in Romans chapter 8, where you know the famous scripture passage where Paul says, and this I know, that all things work together for good to them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. What's his purpose? Next verse. Because those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the first born among many brethren. So, all these things are working together for good, uh, because they are as we are walking with God, as we are uh, cooperating with Him. He is conforming us and transforming us into the image of His Son in our in our lives. That's the goal. That's where how heaven comes to earth. That's how your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The transformation of us becoming uh, more and more like Jesus, being transformed from glory to glory. St. Arrhenius quoted this, Mr. Elders introduced me to this quote, but it's John 15, 8. He says, The glory of God is man fully alive. The glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, Herein is my Father glorified, John 15, that you bear much fruit. Meaning, God, we, God's no... His goodness isn't manifested in, in on earth and reflected for all to see by us walking about in prisons of shame and fear and uh, hurt and judgment and anger. He's glorified when we are living fully as his sons and daughters, free from the from any hindrance, free from the, the things, the burdens, the weights, the the, the uh, you know, the things that disable and deaden us. Is that no great news? I mean, I'm ex- I was so excited this morning seeing this. And how does he do it? It says, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Three times in this uh, uh, 
chapter. He talks about the spirit gives life. There's a, it's a ministering spirit, it's a freeing spirit, and it's a transforming spirit. He says the spirit of the Lord, the very spirit of Jesus, the, the, the spirit, the uh, life-giving spirit, it's him, it's in us, working these things out. So I am, I am confident, really confident, that what Vince received at the beginning of this year was cultivate. It was a rise and shine. And I know it, it's difficult because some of these things that get raised in, in us, we want to run a mile. Let's face it. And, you know, we're not ready to receive the light. But I know for me, I'm not turning back. Um, I, I know uh, what God is saying in the midst of that. And it's the only place it's going to lead to life. I've been ruining and ruining and ruining mountains long enough. That's how I feel. You know, there's a certain conviction for me now that I feel, no, God, I need to uh, allow this. I need to cooperate with you. Uh, in the counselling room, a friend, one of the boys that's doing the course, he he shared this quote with me the other week there. And it's Carol Young, but it, but it makes a lot of sense. Unless the unconscious is made conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So, the things that are stuck inside that we're ashamed of, the things that are unhealed, the things that are like painful and that, what he's saying is, that's what the counselling situation is all about. You are helping people get the unconscious made conscious. Because if it doesn't, it will direct our lives and we'll call it fate. We'll continue to perceive and interpret things the wrong way. We'll continue to project our issues onto other people and, you know, have these relationship issues and all the different things. We know what I'm talking about. And we'll call it, this is just the way it is. When no, God's idea is transformation for us. Transforming us into, uh, you know, from glory to glory into the very image of his son. So, I just want to close this morning uh, with a wee prayer. You know, that we can turn our hearts to the Lord. The same, the same as the chapter says. As we go through this process this week with the, with the keys, if you're doing the keys, or, you know, turning our hearts to the Lord and saying, God, I, I invite you, I give you the permission in. I invite you in to heal and restore me and transform me. God, we, we thank you for these promises that you promise to transform us from glory to glory. So I pray for each heart, God, this morning, that, Lord, we are walking with you. Lord, we, we have got a, a, God, we have got a goal. We, we, we want to progress with you. We want to see greater degrees of your character and your life God, in your will be manifested in our lives and through our lives. Lord, that we will arise and shine. God, that we'll bring, uh, Lord, we'll not just behold you, but we'll reflect you. That people will be able to see in our lives, wow, they must have been with Jesus. Look at the change. So God, we praise you for this this morning. I pray for each heart, God. I pray for encouragement. I pray you lift shame. I pray you lift any sense of failure, that Lord, the, the hurts and the Lord, the opposition that keeps keeps us trapped. God, we thank you that in you there is a new beginning. God, there is a new start. So I bless you for that this, this morning. And I just pray your peace on every soul. In Jesus' name.
This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.